Hello, everybody, and welcome to the History Voyager, a podcast about history. My name is Ben Kitchings. As always, there are a zillion podcasts out there. Thank you very, very, very much for listening to mine. Okay, if you are somebody that wants to talk to the History Voyager, I'm going to leave my Gmail address for this podcast in the show notes. I would really like to hear from you, because I do happen to believe this time is, you know, a transformational time in our history. And what I want to do is record people's stories and how they're getting through the pandemic, things like that. This is a small shop owner who lives in Cartersville, Georgia, with his wife and family. They have a, you know, a basically a a good small business there that supports people and things like that and I thought I would raise awareness for him on my podcast and in exchange for that he would tell me his basically what was going on with him in the pandemic the one thing I think we all need to understand is that We all approach life differently and that we all sort of know things that other people don't know. And that maybe instead of demonizing people, we should educate. With that in mind, I'd like to present to you my talk with Jason Frederick. Have a good day. This call is now being recorded. I'm sitting here with uh, Jason Fredericks of the Southern Cove restaurant and bar in Cartersville, Georgia. Well, let me correct you on that. It's not a restaurant. Um, So we're a retail store. Um, Um, We just, yeah, we sell gifts and apparel. We just have a bar in the back of our store, which is pretty unique. uh, That is unique. And I used to live up there, sort of up there, close to Cartersville. Yeah. And I wanted to know how you guys are – Handling the pandemic. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it was it was a little rough, um, you know, especially back in um, April um, when they really were releasing all the um, the, the guidelines of the stay-at-home orders and, and such. It's just like, you know, as a business owner, owning a, a non-essential business. Um, you know, it was a nightmare. We saw the sales go down to um, record lows darn near zero. So, um, you know, that was scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys are okay. So you're non-essential, but you're you're open back and have yeah. sales sort of recovered, or well, so. What what happened? We never shut down really more than a couple of days. What we ended up doing is offering curbside pickup or you know shipping. So you know we would still go into the office every day. Um, we uh, we're sitting here just kind of bummed out about you know there's no sales, uh, there's no traffic, and you know how do we make this a better situation for you know somebody um, if if not us other people. Um, so what we ended up doing is we created a, a project called Georgia Strong, which um, we designed a shirt and we did pre-orders over the phone, and we sold hundreds 
um, and donated 100% of the profits to other local non-essential businesses like ourselves um, in the in the area, just to help them get through the pandemic. Um, gave us something to focus on. Gave us something to do while people weren't out shopping. So, you know, that's what we did. Um, soon after that project ended, at the end of April, we had a spot we saw come available um, about a mile mile and a half away in the center of downtown. Um, and we just, uh, since people weren't shopping, we really didn't lose any sales. We just shut down our location we were at and moved during the heart of the pandemic into a space that was um, about five times the size of where we came from. So it was a big leap of faith. And that's that's what we that's what we did during the pandemic. It's um, you know I just didn't want to sit still. So um, I guess it's is it too early to to say if the leap of faith paid off yet or, or? It, it is not too early. No, it did. It it was incredible. Um, we saw our sales increase about five hundred percent over last year um, immediately and remained consistent in that increase, which just, the location was uh, amazing. Um, the support from the community was amazing. When people actually started getting back out and shopping, um, it, uh, it yeah. helped being in this space, in the location that we're at, and, and it helped that people were wanting to really, you know, gung-ho local business. Right. Now, the thing that, I mean, you and I are basically the same age, the thing that uh, I have seen in my life is I can remember when all these – so Metro Atlanta is basically a railroad community, right? So you have a lot of these little small towns that have railroad-adjacent situations. And I can remember when all those railroad-adjacent situations were basically closed. Mm-hmm. And now they seem to be, you know, going gangbusters. I'm assuming downtown Cartersville is situated around sort of a railroad situation that was used once upon a time. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, if you open my front door and look right in front of my store, it's there's the train depot and the railroad tracks. Uh, so, you know, we still get commuter trains going through uh, from Atlanta to Chattanooga with, with people on them. Um, you know, really? we've seen I that. didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, seen that go through in the past uh, eight weeks, and um, you know, just uh, transport trains uh, carrying cargo mm. comes by, mm. you know, constantly. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um. So, but I guess Cartersville downtown is revitalizing, or was revitalizing before the pandemic, and now is revitalizing more. Yeah, you know, or... the downtown Cartersville is such a really cool area with a lot of um neat shops and restaurants. It really is. It's 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 one of my favorite downtowns um that that I've ever been to. Now what we've done is the Downtown Development Authority has launched a welcome back campaign um uh, where they put up banners and they just kind of put up uh some some literature that, that welcomed people back to shopping local. And you know that's been really well received. It's just trying to get people to come and, and keep the small guys afloat. Um, we just had a uh, Sun Trust Bank, Truist Bank commercial filmed in our store, and that whole commercial was about um, you know small businesses opening back up and and getting back out shopping. So 
uh, I, I would say Fargoville has embraced it, and, and the community has too, big time. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Now, um, I guess, like, how far – okay, let me remember. How far is, is your shop from 75? Like, so if you get – yeah, yeah. That's not, it's not far at all. If you if you get off 75 on Cartersville Main Street exit, and you just go towards town, I'm, yeah. you just stay straight, and I'm off that main drag I'm in the heart of downtown, in the center where the square is. So from 75 to my store, um, I mean, you may be looking at two miles, two and a half miles tops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the things... I really want to talk to folks like you about is I have talked with an awful lot of people for this, for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have actually made it into the podcast amazingly enough, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, the thing we keep saying is that the world is changing. Um, and you better change with it. And here's what I'm doing to change. Like, for example, I'm going to talk to a kid, literally a college kid. Um, in a couple of days, mm-hmm. and he's got some food trucks, mm-hmm. you know, that he's really going gangbusters with. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's it's amazing to me. Like, there's so much, there's all this hope, mm-hmm. and there's all this um, what's the word? Like innovation, or adaptation, or like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I. <sighs> I don't know if I, I don't, I mean, there's been a certain uh, bit of that adapting we've had to do with, you know, during the, the start of the pandemic and, and even throughout um, the good, you know, front end of it with, you know, the social distancing, the mask, that kind of thing. But, you know, in, in all honesty, I don't think people in, in a whole are seeing this as the world is changing and we have to change with it. I think everyone's over it. Um, and and I and especially from what we see from our customers, uh, we don't require masks. We we definitely encourage if you want to wear one, please do. You know, but we don't tell you you cannot come in. With yeah. you know, we we were just it's it. I mean, people are free to make their own choices, and and we get a lot of people that come in. Oh, thank goodness you're not requiring us to wear one. Um, you know, it's. We definitely won't be able yeah. to do what they what they're going to do to feel safe. But I don't think that the world is changing. We need to change with it. When it comes to this pandemic, there's been countless pandemics in the past, and you know the one we're currently in is nowhere near the top of them. So I, I, it's a it's a blip. We're going to get through it, and we're going to see the other end. Um, I don't think it's going to change the course of history. It change the way we have to you know function as a society, society whatsoever. Uh, we're going to get past it. I hope you're right. I honestly do. I hope you're right. Um, yeah. But now, let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay, because this is fundamentally a history podcast. Believe it or not, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> so, I have some historical questions for you. Oh, man. Well, let's see if I can ace this one. Oh, you you will. Trust me. Okay. All right. <laughs> when did, okay. So, I've discovered this is a three-part question. And I think you've already answered part three. Um, So let's go with parts one and two. Okay. Um, So part one is, when did you become aware that COVID-19 was a thing, Mm -hmm. like a thing at all? And Mm -hmm. when did you become aware that 
okay, it's coming here, and we're going to have to do things to, you know, maybe to, as you said, this is a little blip, and we're going to get through it. Right. right? So. Yeah. It's, you know, when I, when I'm, you know, when I say a little blip, I, you know, of course, I'm not downplaying the severity of it. Um, it is real, and it does, and it has taken lives, and it's, um, you know, heartbreaking. Um, but in the, in the scheme of things, and, you know, a blip on the radar, uh, you know, in time, we will make it through it. Uh, but I, I, you know, I remember, uh, gosh, was it back in, uh, probably late February, beginning of March, um, hearing of it, the, the Chinese, um, how it affected, um, you know, the Chinese over in China and then the Wuhan market and that kind of thing. It's, so, was, was, the, was the first stuff that came out about it that I heard. So as per point of reference, the NBA or the National Basketball Association announced it was closing on the 14th of March. Okay. Which is which is a thing I wouldn't know if I wasn't doing this podcast. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, thank you for that. So it, it, it had to be, you know, it was almost within a week or two from when I first heard of it to when the um, when it was being addressed on on the news here with um, shutdowns in America, uh, air travel okay. being restricted, that kind of thing. So I remember one week thinking to myself. Um, you know, there's something going on in China, and, you know, good thing we're over here. And the next thing I heard is, okay, now there's something going on over here, and they're starting to shut stuff down. I would say it was within no more than a week and a half, two weeks, between first hearing of it and then seeing the effects here. Huh. Okay. Because I, I didn't hear question. about it back in December or January. I didn't know anything yeah. about it back then. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have another question for you then. Okay. That I've never I've never asked somebody because I think Ooh. you're kind of the furthest out from a metro area person that I've actually spoken with. Okay. Um. So not to put you on the spot or anything, mm-hmm. but do you know off the top of your head what the speed of your internet is that you're paying for? That is a great question. The reason, um, no, I'm asking you for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't random. No, yeah, yeah, no. Hey, what's the speed of our internet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 75 meg. Okay. So the reason I'm asking yeah. is when I first heard of it was like in after Kobe died. Like soon after Kobe died. Right. And the way okay. I heard, the way I heard about it was I was laying in bed scrolling through Twitter mm-hmm. and I saw these videos of these people in Italy like laying on the hospital floor and I'm like oh my god mm-hmm. for real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm just I'm just seeing if there's maybe maybe that's part of the news lag. Is maybe I have faster internet than you do. Um, <laughs> you know, I I'm, wish that was I wish that was the case. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm just sort of trying to get down to the bottom of this for the folks. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, so, yeah, go ahead. No, you go for it. Okay, so you said a week before. Um, let me see. So that was a three-parter. Um, so. Hmm. Wow. Um, do you actually know anybody that has COVID or that had um, it or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, we've had some of our customers that 
before uh-huh. we moved to locations would call me and tell me that uh you know they they knew they had product at the store um that they had ordered but they couldn't pick it up because they were quarantined they got tested positive uh you know mm-hmm. and uh also had some um customers that told me they had lost you know either parents or grandparents uh to it um, wow mm-hmm. yeah and uh uh so yeah there's been there's been a, a a lot of people that we've crossed paths with that um had it or uh, lost a family member to it that's that's horrible it is um it is um i actually um let me see so um and i also wanted to ask you cuz didn't you used to be an actor i did i sure did <laughs> Would you mind talking about that for a little while? Or not? <laughs> no, I don't mind. No, I don't mind. What do you want to know? You tell me. Just no. I, you go. Okay. <laughs> what, what was that like? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it was it was definitely pre-COVID <laughs> um, by years. Um, it might have been pre nine eleven. It might have been pre nine eleven. Well, no, no, not quite. Um, well, sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh man! All right. Well, let's to give you a, a reference of a, a, a reference of time here. I would say, um, in the from the eighties to the mid nineties, I did theater, and then from um, from the mid nineties till uh, around um, the two thousand point, I, I, I did commercials, and then I moved to Los Angeles, uh, lived outside of Hollywood in Burbank. And uh, did film and TV uh, the last part um, of my acting career. Um, it was uh, it was really neat. I um, always wanted to uh, start on a TV show, uh, you know, work on a movie, commercials, that kind of thing. So I I finally did. I got to uh, uh, star in season two of co-star in season two of One Tree Hill, and, and then um, worked on some movies for Showtime about the 9/11 attacks. Coincidentally, to your comment, um, and. Uh, um, worked on commercials, that kind of thing. So I uh, I enjoyed it, and, and I did it until uh, I met my wife, and we got married and decided that we needed to get out of Los Angeles, and uh, we moved back south and uh, started a family. What? So she's from California? Or Born and raised, yeah. She, yeah, that's right. Okay. okay, okay. But she really liked wow. Georgia because I brought her to visit, and, you know, she was kind of with me on that where, you know, we're going to we're gonna end up having children, and um we, we need more than a square foot of land to raise them on, you know, that's affordable. So that's why right. we jumped out of uh, jumped out of California and moved back here. I visited California once for two weeks, and the thing that I remember about it, or I visited L.A. once for a couple of, ended up being two weeks, and the thing I remember about it was, um, I don't know if you remember the show The Shield. Yeah. Okay. The thing I remember about it was like thinking, oh my God, the shield, the shield got it wrong because there's a whole plot line about where Shane and, and Vic could have been in the car and Vic has to be like, I have to go to the bathroom. And Vic is, you know, and Vic's like, dude, you went to the bathroom. And he's like, yeah, but that was three hours ago. <laughs> We've gone one exit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's about it. <laughs> you know, I was, we were 12 miles from Malibu, um, but it, you know, take 45 minutes to an yeah. hour to get there. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Anytime you got in the car. <laughs> my, my dad's people, they're from, uh, North of Macon. Okay. And 
some of those people, they still live kind of around there. And they say, like, the crazy thing about you guys is you guys don't tell me anything in miles. You tell me in time. And mm-hmm. I was like, because I was like, because miles are a totally, that's an irrelevant measurement where I live. That's right. <laughs> it doesn't, that's absolutely right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then, it, you know, especially you spend time in Los Angeles, you know, years like we did. And, you know, you just kind of get trained on that time thing. You know, how, how far to Malibu? Well, it's going to take you a while. <laughs> but you're, it's going to you know, take an, sure. uh, an hour. About yeah. an hour. Yeah. About an hour. I mean, it's a 12 mile drive. <laughs> so give yourself an hour, don't you? <laughs> right. That's exactly you know, right. But anyway, oh, um, yeah, hilarious. Um, so I guess like what, um, okay. So what would be like the thing that she, likes about Cartersville that's different from LA. Oh gosh, well for start there's there's parking. Um there's trees. <laughs> um yeah. uh, people are uh, just completely different in their interactions with each other uh, when you're when you're looking at strangers and that kind of thing. Um the uh the small town is just uh you know, it's hard to compare, uh, you know, to a large, large, large metropolis, metropolis like Los Angeles to a, a small town like Cartersville. So Carters, um, yeah, Cartersville. But Cartersville has grown, but not, I mean. I mean, substantially, you know, but yeah. you, you've still got, you know, yeah. you, it's a completely different vibe. And I think she, you know, her and I both really just like the fact that, um, you, it's just a different feeling. You know, you're not, you don't, always feel like um you need to watch your back as you know obviously there's right. stuff, no, every, I, I there's know what stuff you everywhere mean. I, I know what you mean because i know what you mean because yeah, when you definitely. live when you live in certain places around like even in atlanta you have it to is. you know or especially anywhere but you know um i mean but one thing that because my mother's people literally walked into what is now Metro Atlanta uh-huh. from um I forget where right right this second. But like in the eighteen tens. Okay. So we grew up like we're of my mother's people are basically of here. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. I like to say we walked out of the woods. <laughs> so we we've got like, you know, the stories. But the thing, I guess so Cartersville has a different relationship to Atlanta because it used to be like, it used to feel like away, you know, like how far in time would you say downtown Cartersville is from say, I don't know, uh, I don't know, some Atlantic state. Like the airport? You've been, oh, there you go, the airport in time, not in miles, but give me in time. Yeah, I can get, you know, I mean, I can get to the airport in, um, about 45 minutes. And that's with no traffic. (laughs) But with traffic, tell the internet how it is with traffic. (laughs) With traffic, you might be doubling that. You know, you might be doing an hour and a half if you're lucky. Um, you drive drive faster than people I know. Oh yeah, well I I used to back in my corporate life I used to fly 35 times a year so I'd be driving to the airport on a weekly basis just about so I kind of mastered the times I needed to book my flights. <laughs> what did you do in your corporate life? 
So I used to be a um, – I was in corporate retail. So uh, the last oh. job I had, I was a district manager. Um, I had Oh, that's work. right, with the uh, eight below or – Well, five below, five, yeah. Five, five yeah. below. Yeah, yeah. one of those. Yeah, one of those below. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we um, just got just disgusted and sick of the corporate – the cold and corporate culture that comes with um, big companies. And, um, you know, I uh, put in my notice. My wife about killed me, but um, I was done. Have you seen, I mean, because people talk about it all the time, do you think that big box retail is going to go away? Mm, Well, you know, I, I think that a lot of big box retailers have, pigeonhole themselves um, into uh, they are what they are. But you have, you know, you have your Walmarts, you have your Targets that aren't uh, specialized into one thing. Um, when you look at other stores, okay, yeah, that's a bed and bath store, okay, and that's kind of where mm-hmm. they can go. Um, so I think when you look at conglomerates like Target, like Walmart, uh, who exponentially can grow uh, even more because they they don't pigeonhole themselves into a classification of this is the type of merchandise we carry. Um, I think they'll I think they're going to be around. Um, it's the people that uh, that say okay this is you know this is what we are and this is all we do that I think are going to have a tougher time moving forward. Like the media plays in the world. I don't know if you remember me. You might uh, of remember. Of course I do. Plays. Of course I do. Yeah, I used to shop there. But you know, but it so was. So did I. <laughs> that's that's all it was, you know. That was media play. You're, you're, you know, that's that's kind of what right. they did. And unfortunately, as technology changes, you know, hard copies become less relevant. And what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, hmm. Do you have anything else you want to tell the internet? As um, anything yeah. else you want to tell time? Remember, the internet's uh, forever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Shop local, okay? Um, you know, support the little guys. Um, the tax money stays here, and and uh, you're not, you know, buying um, a corporate officer, uh, another beach house. You're you're putting food on the table with someone who lives in your community. So remember that. And and before you yeah. click on Amazon or before you go to the big guys, can I get this locally? And if so, um, give it a shot. You know, the worst thing that's going to yeah. happen is you're going to support uh, the community. So keep that in mind for you. Do you have a website at all? Um, we, well, yeah, we shut it down because we, we switched POS providers, um, so we haven't set up the new integration yet. When it gets back live, it'll sale. be – Yeah, the point of sale, that's right. We we ended up going um, with a new company here the past few weeks, and um, we, we experienced so much growth so quick at this new location, we had to add three three terminals instead of just having one. Um, and with opening the bar, we had to have one back there. So instead of creating more problems for ourselves with expanding on the current platform, we let them go and hire a new one. Um, right. So when we get when we get to it, we're going to integrate our, our e-commerce to that. But um, it's the southerncove.com. It's just not active right this second. So. Well, I tell you, I tell you what I will do for a fellow Reinhardt College alumni. Look at that! If you, if you email me. Your new website or whatever, I'll uh-huh. throw it up in the description when you get it. Man, and, that'd be uh, great. Because Appreciate I am this, it. Yeah, welcome. This podcast, believe it or not, is, they tell me, 
one of the fastest growing independent podcasts, you know, independent, what they call documentary podcasts out there. So believe it or not, this has quite a few listeners. That's a good achievement, man. Um, That's that's huge. (laughs) No, I'm humbled. It's, I'm not bragging. I'm, Really humbled about that, and I'm sure. I'm trying to help out. I'm using my platform to help out whoever I can, yeah. however I can, and you. So just email me that link, and I'll throw it in the description, and you get it. W- will do. Until then, they can, um, you know, like the page on Facebook, Instagram, uh, follow us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can look up mm-hmm. both tags at the Southern Cove. Um, that's where we keep everyone up to date on a daily basis of goings right. on around her. <laughs> so you sound like my you sound like my grandpa's people. Well, we got the goings on going on, so we got to update the folks. <laughs> That's he, how we do lost, it. He lost his mountain playing when he moved into the moved closer in the big city when he when he moved into the big city of he, he was from Elijay originally. Lovely. That's a beautiful place, the, though. The Chastains. I don't know if you know any Chastains. I don't. You know, no, like, I don't know. No, no, <laughs> I live under a rock in Cartersville, Georgia. Uh, you, you might trip over it if you're not careful. They're all, they're all, it's like, they're, the reason I grew up thinking there was a lot of Chastains is because all the Chastains basically settled, uh, in the southern Appalachians pretty much. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. There's a lot of them. That, wow. Okay. Well, maybe one day I can come, yeah. I can meet a Chastain. Man, well you, meet, well, you met me. I'm happy. Well, I mean, I need to. I need. To, I know you, man. I need another one. <laughs> I mean, I gotta expand my portfolio of Chastains. I can't just stick to one. Well, we all got that those chubby cheeks and that nose. <laughs> there you go. Except Jessica. Except it's Jessica really Chastain. Fun. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she was definitely yeah. born without that. Well, the Indiana chat. She's descended from the Indiana branch. Well, there well, there you go. See, that explains everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jason. Um, hey, stick on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna exit the recording session, but stick on. I do want to ask you a question real quick. All right, sounds good. 